To the real, yay! With one <laughs> half of your co-host, Jared, the football genius Burgess, and I am Stephanie Wallace, aka the Advantage Coach. Damn, you did that. That that's not a professional like. like we we getting there. We we ain't mess it up or nothing. We time. we getting there. We getting there. That's right. We're being prepared. Yes. I say that we're being prepared because we're getting ready to be elevated. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. I am not going to say what episode this is. Honestly, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't even matter at this point. Nope. But we just got some real good content for you today. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to start off with our Who's Really Right. Of course. Kevin Durant. My favorite player. Is he your favorite player? Yes, he is. I've heard you say that before, but I don't, I didn't think you were like being serious. Why not? Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm listening. No, no, no. no. Look, I'm, I'm listening. Listen. Kevin Durant is from the area. I will never publicly speak bad about him. <laughs> Only because he's from the area. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not based on his talent, huh? No, 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 no. He's a great basketball player. I mean, like, for me, he's almost a freak. Yeah, definitely. A when seven-footer it, that can put the he ball He can in do the, everything. Yeah, like, yeah, I just no. – that is why he's my favorite player, though, yeah. because he's – obviously his size, in as far as his height goes, right. makes him a freak with the things that he can do with the ball. Yes. But yes. – on top of that, I just love. That's the thing I loved about Kobe's game, like yeah. the finesse. He's got yeah. he's got a touch. He right. don't have he ain't like your goat. He don't have to bully his way oh, in. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, he doesn't have to use. He doesn't have the girth. Yeah. He doesn't have that saying, size. Yeah. So he's his game is finesse. Yeah. And he could still put it down now. Oh, I was about to say. I, I said. I was. I was just about to say. Like he'll get in that post and go to work with yeah. somebody. You know. Yeah. Um. So I. I, I definitely. I, I really don't have many bad things to say. Oh, about good. Him. Well, like, except that he except, plays for the Golden State Warriors. Well, you know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about this burner account. So strange. Now this was a story that kind of came up a couple years ago, right? Like. Yeah. So it was definitely over a year ago. Yeah. And it was. He was operating from his burner account. He switched over to his regular account. Uh-huh. Thought that he was still operating the from the burner account and said some things that let you know if he that has it was a burner, burner account. account. <laughs> now everybody's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, okay. What's up with that? Yeah. What's he talking about? Like, yeah. So he came out, he did an interview when it was the boardroom. Boardroom. ESPN Plus. Yeah. Yes. He did an interview in the boardroom talking about the reason he had that burner account. Mm -hmm. And it was something to the effect of, I wanted an outlet to speak to my friends and my... Whoever. uh, Yeah, all of my people that, you know, Mm -hmm. that know it's me. Mm -hmm. Are are you buying it? Absolutely. Okay, so this is our who's really right. Yes. <laughs> you know Because clearly you're not. I'm not buying it. <laughs> so, but you got to keep explaining because there's a whole other side to this as to yes. why you feel like. So, the reason why I feel like, or I don't believe that, yeah. is that, one, some of the things that he's done on the burner account 
leads me to believe that he's just a troll. <laughs> what does that have he's to do just, with anything? He's just a troll. Like, uh, you know, he, he saw people making, like, disparaging remarks about him uh-huh. and his decision to, to go to Golden State. And he did a lot of, like, he did a lot of protecting, not protecting himself, but defending, you know, defending himself mm-hmm. under a different name, yeah. you know. Which so, I understand. I, I can understand you wanting to defend yourself, but you mm-hmm. can defend yourself as Kevin Durant. You don't have to go get the burn. Well, only if you're not going to go in on somebody. Like, you have to be careful as yourself. Right. When you respect, like, you got to be almost PC. Yes. To, to and so maybe he didn't feel like being PC. And he just wanted yeah. to say what he wanted, he wanted to, to say. say. Like, yeah. somebody coming at me, I'm going to come at them, but I can't come at, can't them, come at them as Kevin. As Kevin I could come at them if I'm somebody else, like I'm defending Kevin. Yeah. So I get that. But that's not even the, the whole thing. Why this is even back up again is about the Knicks, correct? Yes. Well, so, and and I thought about that, right? Because initially when I heard it, my whole idea was he's been using his burner account to... <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> to com- theories right, over to, here to communicate with teams that he he's trying to come and he he's going to the Knicks and it's a full you know um, it's a it's already a, a done deal that he and Kyrie are going to the Knicks, but then um, I was thinking about it honestly just recently like right before we started this podcast or this episode I should say I was thinking about it that couldn't have been the reason. Mm. Okay. Only because when you think about it, he got outed for that over a year ago. Mm-hmm. So the phone would, was already in his hand before he was in this place of right of deciding whether he was going or leaving. Yes. Okay. And so I, I was thinking mm-hmm. about it from the standpoint okay. of like, oh, he's doing this now, like you know, but he hasn't operated that burner account in over well that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Which which brings me to my other thought. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't doing it from that burner account. Uh-huh. But I am sure that he has another burner account and he has been courted by teams through that burner account. Wow. Specifically the Knicks because uh, I'm not sure if, if our uh, listeners know that he is signed to Rock Nation Sports and his... His uh, what's the name of that person? Agent. His agent. <laughs> His agent is Rich Kleiman, and Rich went to New York a few weeks ago, yeah. or I guess a couple months ago now, and set up all of the offices of his business in New York. Okay, I'm still waiting on what it has to do with Kevin. The, the office of that he set up Kevin's offices. Oh, okay. In New York. Why New your York offices, is the mecca. Of, why your offices need to be in New York? It, well, well. Why your office? You, I mean, you can have your offices in San Francisco. Why would I want them in San Francisco? Because you a tech guy. Okay. In Silicon Valley right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess. I'm going to give you that. He going okay. to the Knicks. I hope not. He but going to the Knicks. I really hope not. <laughs> but either way, I'm going to be a fan no matter what. But okay. I just, yeah, like... You know, it's to me almost like the conversation we had some weeks ago about players and they're having to move around so much. Right. Um, 
it's almost like they have to, you have to be able to have a life. Right. And it's so tough being in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. It's tough when you're just anybody in the spotlight, but when you're Kevin Durant and the image that has been portrayed of you Mm -hmm. is almost good boy. Yes. So this would be different if this was, say, Charles Barkley back in the day. He wouldn't need a burner account. Oh, no. Because anything that comes up comes out. Yeah. And so he would have been perfectly okay to cuss people out on right. on social media for right. saying things about him because nobody would expect him to do anything any differently. Right. But when you are a Kevin Durant or a, even a Steph Curry, you, you just can't do what other people do because they have this image of you. I mean, right. this is all off the subject of sports. But let's think about how devastated mm-hmm. everybody was at hearing that Whitney Houston wasn't this good all-American yes. girl yeah. who just, you know, loved God and did all of these, right. you know, things and then used her <laughs> gifts. To, you know, I mean, not that I, she didn't love God. I'm just right. saying she had skeletons and she right. had a, a part of her that was not in line with the image that was being put out about her. Right. And so we see what that did. Yeah. It was a downward spiral after that. Absolutely. So these guys are trying to protect their professional image. Right. And so I see the reason to have a, I see it. So I see it, but it's slavery. And and I'm going to tell you, like, I've dealt with this myself, right? You know, like trying to protect this image of, you know, who you are. I kind of grew up being the good kid. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I grew up being the good kid. I didn't get into much trouble. I got into some. Yeah. I didn't get into. A, I didn't get into a whole bunch of trouble. Um, and I just represented myself a certain way. What happens is, and I can kind of see this in, in Kevin Durant, and this is why I empathize with the whole situation, is that there there comes a point where you don't want to be that no more. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to let people down by showing something different. Mm-hmm. Like my my whole wake up call was when I popped up with three kids and people was looking yeah. at me like, <laughs> "What?" Right. <laughs> Jerry so, said, "I'm getting it all out of the way." Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and and the, and the issue is that you start to do, you start to lose yourself in trying to hold on to an image. Like it's best to just be transparent about who you are, yeah. about what you want, about yeah. the things you want to do, and and. This is why I think it's so admirable that Kevin Durant is coming. He's coming out of that now. You can see it. Like, oh yeah. He, and and it's not, it feels like a, a total one eighty from that Kevin Durant that we saw in OKC. Yeah. And while sometimes I I look at him, I'm like, you stop it. I know it feels freeing for him yeah. to be genuinely himself. Yeah. Now. He doesn't have to conform to some image that people want him to be. So I think that this new burner account that he has, yeah. that he's probably not going to tell you. You just keep on saying this new burner account, <laughs> like okay, Kevin, he's in your business yes, apparently. Yes. Uh-huh. This new burner account yeah. is specifically for the NBA teams, namely the Knicks, <laughs> to court him and bring him to New York. Why does he is need already that? A done deal. Well, you know, it's tampering if he were to talk to somebody from the Knicks. So you think that? So this goes to his character to me then. So we're talking about his character because mm-hmm. if 
you know this is tampering and you know it's not allowed and you know it's not a good thing. But you set up a fake account, a burner account, right. in order to still be courted by these people. Right. Then we're talking about his character. Because while he might be coming out, right. I don't question care. I don't question his character in mm-hmm. that respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't see him like it's all. It's my favorite word. Like I use for it, uh, Bill Belichick. Diabolical. Uh-huh. Diabolical, yes. It's almost diabolical it's a, to be like, I'm going to set up this fake account yeah. over here. So if yeah. y'all want to hit me up, you know, right. you can hit me, hit hit me, me up man. over here. Like, <laughs> that is so, like, I, that seems so out of character for him to yeah. me. I, and it seems like it would you, would, you would almost want to have a better way to communicate. Even if you are going to do something like that. Your agent. Let them talk to him. Like, well, well, the agents can't talk to him either. Oh, well, mama, she she good in all your little business. Yeah. You can get your mom, mama. Mama. Somebody. Wait, wait, your brother got his own, own set of. Well. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later, okay. <laughs> yeah. He got his own set of stuff he need to uh, Yeah, but I'm just of. saying, it's there are ways where the. Uh, I don't know. I just feel yeah. like, I don't know. So, who's really right? I feel like. So my position on this is he has burners specifically for the purpose of being able to say, do, feel whatever he wants to when it comes to his personal life. Right. That's why I feel like he has or had a burner account. (laughs) He may have another one now because it's still the same thing. He still has to be cognizant of his image. Definitely. And it's some stuff he might want to say. Some expletives and some, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, some stuff. Well and... now, now that, listen, listen, well, some of the stuff that he just said over the last few months, you might, as well, you might as well go ahead and say it now, Kevin. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. And then I think <laughs> a lot of that was him holding himself accountable and in a certain place for his mom, too. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know what I mean? Not yeah. not wanting to disappoint her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Want disrespect mom. No, like, she raised me. I can't be yeah. acting a fool out here with people knowing that's me. Right. So that's that's my take on it. I know your take is different, but yeah. so y'all can decide because I feel like Kevin Durant's a stand up guy, and yeah. I feel like he's got a a high moral compass. Yes. And so for that reason, I feel like I do not feel like he's out here <laughs> sneaking behind sneaking behind curtains, <laughs> talking to people that he shouldn't be talking to. In that respect, I don't. Even even though he set up offices, he just might know in his heart, in his mind, that's his next step. I don't think he got a problem with I think if it's anything, it's, well, when this is over, I'm headed to New York. I might as well set up offices in New York. Because what team wouldn't be like, what team would be like, no, Kevin, we don't want you to come here. Okay. Now, we're not going to go into this deep dive this week. Okay. Right, just for sound purposes. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm going I'm going to throw in a caveat to this conversation okay. that would help you see why he might reach out sooner to understand what New York might look like. Right? Kevin Durant cannot just go to New York and just play basketball. Kevin Durant is going to need to know who else is going to be in New York with mm-hmm. him, which is why I feel like he. I don't think him talking to Kyrie. 
at the All Star oh, yeah, game they was both, a thing. Yeah, I, I think if we're gonna have that conversation, we're not gonna have it with our cameras around. Right. Right. That's stupid. So, but I know I, I think that it's a done deal already. Kyrie that is both already of them talk, are going. Right. Yeah. And so the reason why you have to talk sooner, you can't wait and put it in the hands of we'll deal with this in free agency, because these guys are they're businesses. They're business owners. They're entities. Yes. yes. I have to move my operation all the way from the West Coast to yeah. the East Coast. And yeah. I need time to do that mm-hmm. where it's set up when I get there, mm-hmm. which means I need to know in advance who's who's joining me yeah. in New York. Okay. Um, what I'll have available to me, who's going to be on the roster, Okay. what it's going to look like. Uh-huh. And I need to know those things before I move and pack up and move across uh, country. So not to be Carmelo. Yes. I'm going. I'm going to be the man. Yeah. I'm going to be the man in New York, so it don't matter who's around me. Don't do that to Carmelo. You know I. Well, you know I love Carmelo. But ain't that what happened? I'm not speaking against Carmelo. I'm talking about the decision. That is what happened. That's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just speaking the truth. This is all Uh, facts right here. Sorry. He did. He did. If you think you guys got to interact with us a little more, if you think I'm really right, never. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to post it on Instagram. You guys either type Stephanie's name in the uh, comment section, or type Jared's name in the comment section. And um, I, I believe that most of you are going to put Jared, so don't even worry about it. Um, it's S T E P H A N I E. Just so y'all know, like, so there's no doubt that they said that they don't need that. Double T. They don't need that. It's okay. <laughs> we understand. All mm-hmm. right. Mike Scott. Oh, my God. This story now, was hilarious. Now, he, he happens to be both of our, not favorite players, but one of our. One of our, yes, uh, he uh, yeah, is. One of the players that we like. Yes, I love Mike Scott. Mike Scott used to be a Washington Wizard. And a Hawk. Because uh, he's from here. Is he from here? I believe he's from here. Uh. But you live here. I'm like, what are you talking about? You live here. I've been trying to move to Atlanta forever. So whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but no. Um, So, Mr. Scott, Mm -hmm. always been a character. Yes. Always been a character. Very, I love that he's so free to be himself. Mm -hmm. Just what we were just talking about. Some people just came in the league already just being who they are. Uh And so, this dude, I think it was Sunday, in the game they played Sunday, um, went after the ball in the stands. Mm -hmm. You know how they dive. Just save it. You know. And he fell into pretty much this woman's lap, essentially. And he picks up her drink, mm-hmm. which is sitting next to her on this little table thing, mm-hmm. and he drinks her drink. Yeah. Alcohol, by the way. We're not talking about like a soda. Yeah. Alcohol. And what was funny is he came out later after the game with this tweet that said, shout out to the lady whose drink I had, because this is me paraphrasing. Uh-huh. Shout out to the lady whose drink I had, because it was straight... It was straight Hennessy. No chaser. And he was like... (laughs) (laughs) So, he drunk her whiskey. So. Well, it wasn't Hennessy. It wasn't Hennessy, because that's cognac. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was was some some type of... 
Yeah, it was something. Yeah, yeah. Something, obviously. You drinking it, no no rocks, no nothing. You just drinking it straight. Well, it was St. Patrick's Day. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I'm just, it was. Scott can have a sip of whiskey. No. No. I got to tell this story, right? Okay. Because. (laughs) <laughs> I watched Charles Barkley tell the story. Oh no! And I I'm thought scared it was the already. thing in the world. So it was one year where it was right before Barkley ended up leaving the 76ers. He was actually supposed to get traded before the trade deadline, um, and the trade was on the table and it was about to be pushed through. So he sees that he's about to get traded. He gets the call from his agent. He decides to go to the bar. And he and his guys are at the bar, and they're throwing back shots, and they get wasted. Of course. Finds out a few hours later, the deal is not going through, and you have to be in Philadelphia for the game tonight. Oh, no. He played that game drunk as a skunk. (laughs) Not even hungover. You was drunk because it was that night. Because it was that night. Oh, my gosh. And I believe in that clip he said something like, after he found out, he just kept on drinking. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I guess this means there's no policy in place in the NBA that says that they can't be inebriated because that's just you know kind of weird. That like is, That's weird. I, what? Well, I know that they I know that they test them before and after the game, but I don't know what their policy Testing is. Testing them before on. what, though? I mean, all, they, they test them for drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if they test them for alcohol. I'm not yeah. sure if that's one of How the do things. you even, well, breathalyzer? How do you? Oh, no. They, they urine. Urine is, oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> that ain't nothing I've ever had to deal with. Well, but. So, you know, that happened uh, That happened to, what's his name? He just got traded from the Wizards. I'm a Wizards fan, and I should know this right off the top of my head. Otto Porter. Uh-huh. Went to Georgetown. Uh-huh. So, Otto Porter was traded to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. They played a game maybe a week ago where the game went into over or it either it either went into overtime or there was a controversial play at the end of the game where they had to go look at the um they had to go look at replay. the replay and they found out that everyone needed to come back out of the locker room. Oh no. They had already begun to give Otto Porter the test. Oh no! And he could not come back out for the last play of the game. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, yeah. first of all, I had no idea that they were that serious about giving him the test. Like right. everybody, like that. <laughs> hey, come on, come on, get this. Come test on, now. get this set right. <laughs> like, whoa! All right, but I don't know. I I thought it was funny, but uh-huh. I didn't think it. I didn't think it was necessarily professional. Oh, it definitely was professional. But it was hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. It was hilarious. <laughs> I said. Just watching him sit there and drink the woman's drink. Like, and she uh-huh. looking at him like, are you really? Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> well, well, hopefully he bought her another drink or something. Okay. Well, then somebody. Somebody went and got right. him. A, somebody got her another drink. I'm sure of like, that. Uh, Mike Scott, don't just be out here. Right. Drink, Mooching on people's stuff like right. that. But you yeah. a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty darn funny. Yeah. And just like, yeah. But can I just say? Um, probably not a good idea to just in the middle of the game. I'm just, yeah. just, just probably just not a good idea. Or in Charles Barkley's case, he didn't know, mind you, but still, yeah. before the game, during the game, these might not be the best times to 
well, <laughs> to consume alcohol. My thing about about Charles Barkley is you you could have just set out that game. You, it's Charles Barkley. You really think he would do that? I, I well, mm, yeah. Too much ego. No That's sir. True. No yeah. sir. He would have, and then you, you know you super ego when you're drunk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know he acted a whole fool. <laughs> I would I, love to I find to footage go, I, of I, that I, I game. I was just about to say, you know what? We're going to search it. Oh, my it. God. I need and to see that. if I can that. find a clip and, and slice it and put it on oh my God. IG, we're going we gonna to share it with you. Guys. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I would love to see what he how he was. Because he act drunk all the time. Today. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> it probably wasn't much of a difference than what you see right now. <laughs> But I love Charles Barkley because he's so, he just real. Uh, it's some stuff I don't agree with Charles Barkley about. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of stuff I don't agree yeah. with. But I love him for his personality and the way that he is. So yeah. shout out to he, Charles he Barkley. He, I, and I love every moment of it. Like, yeah. it's what I love about our former president. You are unapologetically yourself, Barack well, Obama. Well, what about our current president? unapologetically uh, but uh, he doesn't really know who he is because you can't tell the truth oh ooh. well no i said that out loud didn't I? <laughs> you did <laughs> all right now this podcast right right, the world. right 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 <laughs> we don't need no secret service <laughs> <in the CIA. laughs> but either way yeah yeah so but i just i just i love that about charles barkley either way yeah mike scott Shout out to Mike Scott. Shout man. out, but let's wait till after Saint, the game, baby. Yeah, you, 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 you got that St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's wait till after the game, well, sir. Irish whiskey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was so hilarious. All right. Wait, let's uh, let's pay some bills right quick. All right. We gonna lie. Yeah, we gonna lie. Hey, hey, we We are back. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Referees. <sighs> why do we, we talk, keep having like these conversations? Right. I'm week. like, why do we keep having to have these conversations about this? This is just, oh. Because they trash. Oh, I didn't say that. They are. <laughs> I, I just, I have some, some. There are some issues. Some as as Cord said it so nicely last week. There are some <laughs> gaps <laughs> that need to be addressed. <laughs> there are a lot of gaps. There are some that need to be gaps that need to be addressed. Um, so yeah, this week though, we're talking about referees from the standpoint of their emotions Mm -hmm. and allowing them to like get the best of them during the game. I mean, it's, it's already a high emotion situation or circumstance. I don't care what it is. It could be just the first game of the season, mid season championship. It doesn't matter. Uh Everybody's there with high emotions because they want to win. Absolutely. And so... I think referees should be that middle ground calming spirit right. that does not get emotional one way or another because everybody else on the court is so emotional. It's almost like a mediator. Right. They need to serve kind of in a mediator stand on yeah. the on the floor, on the field, wherever they are. And so when they get emotional... Mm-hmm. They have too much. They have too much power. Right. They have too much power. You have too much power to with those emotions mm-hmm. to change the outcome of something that you that 
you should have stayed neutral and not allowed your emotions to be a part of. So that's kind of where I am on it. Like, I don't feel good about it. And I can. um, So the reason we're talking about this is Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tony Brothers. Sorry. Mm. Tony Brothers um, in a game recently ejected. Say his name. Uh, Nikola. Nikola. Uh, Jokic. 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 Uh-huh. I can't say it, y'all. Nikola Jokic. Yeah, him. (laughs) That person. Um, So Tony ejected him because he made it. He he filed. He called the foul. Right. And Nikola said something to him. Mm -hmm. He teed him up the first time. Mm -hmm. And then... He he was still talking to him, so he and he's so Tony's walking away. Nicola is still talking to him, so mm-hmm. he starts walking towards him. Yeah. He teed him up again, mm-hmm. and said he felt threatened. <laughs> he felt threatened. Yeah. Oh my god. There's some irony in that too. Yeah. yeah. There's some irony in that because uh-huh. we talk about a white man and uh, a, right. a black realm. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Uh, but either way. He, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so his emotions, I feel like his emotions got the best of him in that moment. Okay. I feel like he, he was outside of just the rules. Right. Because I've seen LeBron. Oh, he was going to use his name. I'm yeah. sorry, because he's a whiner. He is. He's a complainer. That's one of the things I don't like. He's I think he's a complainer. Some of them more excessively than others, though. Mm-hmm. So he's a complainer, and he's always with his hands on his hips, walking up to a referee, talking to him like, "You don't hear me, and why are you not listening to me?" It's and a I'm very respectful man. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I can't even say nothing to that. So either way. I just feel like that's one of those situations where you got to keep your cool, Tony, and you can't let whatever he said mm-hmm. or wh- however he was approaching you to say it. Right. Unless you saw him run up on you. Yeah. That's, or that's you, or he got up in your face and he was like really like bumping you or something. Like right. that's when you. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some players like berate referees. Mm-hmm. Like Draymond Green is like, woo! Like he will go in on them. Yeah. That's why he got, yeah. And then your boy Russell, what did he get? His, he got suspended because he keep getting texts. Oh yeah, he got like eighteen. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I just I, and and then you when we were talking about this brought mm-hmm. up. I still don't know who it is. I can't remember the kid's name from the other uh-huh. game. Where he just looked at the ref. Oh yes. I, who was that? I cannot remember. I, you know what? And I said I was going to try to find yeah. out who it was. But he was just he just looked at the ref and the ref gave him a test. Yes. But do you do you remember uh Uh-oh. Uh who was it? What's the uh Tim Duncan? Uh-huh. Tim Duncan was on the bench. He was laughing. Uh-oh. And the referee gave him a text. Oh, no, I missed that. Him to, yeah, this was a few years ago. Well, well you know, clearly, because he, yeah. he retired. Yeah. But he was on the bench laughing. And that was one of those games where Greg Popovich did not care about getting fined. Yeah. Because he, he let him have it. Well, he should have. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would have, too. Yeah. But that's about emotions. To me, why, why is it that he's laughing 
it's no no rule against it. There's mm-hmm. no you know what I'm saying? If we go just do our job, just stay in the policy, stay right. on what the rules are of the game and do it. Right. I think I think it's it's definitely emotional, but it's also ego. I think some of these referees True. Very are, true. Really want to be a part of the game or more <laughs> part of the game um, than they are. Wow, that's like some of these referees want to be superstars. They want to be superstar referees. Okay, okay. And, <laughs> and the fact that there is not much of a, an accountability measure in we place. We already talked about that, right? Yeah, they're able to do these things with, with not much recourse at all. Yeah, and no regard. Right. Like you kicked him out of the game. Yeah. You don't know what how many more points he would have contributed. Uh-huh. You've, you've, I mean, because the first tech was enough. Most of the time, if you give them that first one, they're going to back down because they right. know they, if that second, second one comes, I'm out. Right. So they just tend to chill out. They mad, but they're going to stay over here and not say nothing about it. Right. You know, but the fact that you were like, oh, you cut, really? <laughs> or, you, or you looked at me or you laughed at me. Like, that is so, so unprofessional and it's such a layered conversation too right because i feel like it wraps around to all of the things that we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks in in discussing refs sometimes i would think especially with these ejections where like the the player didn't do anything unless much at all right there's a there's money on these games oh back to that again and if you want to throw out one of the best players like in the example of last week, we were talking about Paul George, mm-hmm. Stephen Adams, and Russell Westbrook getting right. thrown out you know, <laughs> right. at, at the end of a game. Yeah, the, these games are being betted on. Yeah, you know we we gonna have to look. We gonna have to that's investigate your finances, sir. And maybe that's the part that needs to between what we've already talked about in like going back and doing QA mm-hmm. and and then either finding them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you just said, even when I when I notice a pattern or this continues to happen, you might have, you know, lost your cool one game. Right. But if these things continue to happen, then I'm going to start looking at, like you said, I need to look at your finances. Right. I need to be digging into what you got offshore somewhere. Because yeah, this, this, this is too this much is, of a pattern. This is, you, you're dictating too much of what happens in the games. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Like Jamia, yeah. I believe Jamia said it last week that basketball, there's a greater, a greater risk of that happening in basketball than in football. Right. Yeah. Even though they blow calls in football, Long it's time, much yeah. harder to, to, to sway, sway the how the game goes right. without it being like major things like what happened with New Orleans. Right. But how often do we see it that large and on that big a scale? Like they'll yeah. miss stuff every yeah, once in a yeah. while here and there, but they're yeah. still not. Like to make the to say definitively that this team would have won if this had not happened. Right. It's hard. It's harder in football than it is, it is in, in basketball. basketball. Baseball is another one that they can do that though, because yeah. umpires. I seen some blatant miscalls umpires on on first base yeah. and at home plate, and I'm like, thank God for this new replay system right. in, in baseball because. They had routinely got it wrong for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I haven't really paid attention in soccer to see how how blatant it is, but it's interesting. Yeah. And then even, look, I think about Serena and that whole thing that went down with her. 
Yeah. With that umpire. So, right. again, like, they just have a lot of power, and they need yeah. to respect that, that that is, it is given with the thought process that you're going to be as professional and fair and, and, fair and as, as objective as possible. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, off the refs. No time. Okay. No problem. <laughs> Look, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. On to the real. Okay. So now, you brought Ryan Bros to my attention. And when you said his, well, you didn't say his name at first. You said kind of some of the characteristics. And I was like, didn't we talk about Yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, uh, no. No. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good, though. That's right. a good thing that That's we got right. two people we, exactly. back to back that we can be like, you know, this person. Yeah. So Shout out to Ryan Broyles, um, yes. Detroit Lions. Uh-huh. Um, this guy, first and foremost, he was absolutely what we want to see more professional athletes be, which is a forward thinker. Right. Like, even in the midst of getting million-dollar contracts, you right. still had the forethought to look look forward to what was going to be necessary for you for your future right so this guy lived off of sixty thousand dollars out of his 1.422 million dollar salary hello yeah well let's just be clear most of us if we had sixty thousand dollars to live off of well let me say this Depending on what part of the country you're in, right? Yeah, because some places. Because if if this was in L.A., I'd be poverty. Yeah, but DC too. <laughs> here, here in Atlanta, sixty thousand dollars, you it's, could probably live good. pretty decent. You'd probably right. be middle middle class, right? Um, but either way, the fact that he was disciplined enough to live off of sixty thousand dollars when you got <laughs> what is that? Hundred times what what is that? Ten times that's six hundred thousand. So you got almost uh, twenty times that. Anyway. Oh, oh yes, I'm look. You got even, almost, even what you saying sixty thousand, my mind is like looking at six hundred thousand. No, sixty, six yeah, zero. That's you live I mean because Yeah. But and that's probably you think of Detroit. That's probably still more than half of what the population. Right. You know what I mean? So you're still living decently. Right. So. Let's add in here to that. Uh, He and his wife lived off of the 60s. Yes, right. Yeah, it wasn't just him. Right. Yeah. Which adds a little more to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were able to do this. Hey. It wasn't just you. Yeah. But you didn't just do it just to be doing it. You weren't doing it because you were cheap. You were doing it because you were being forward thinking because. You created a real estate empire. Yeah. They own 40-plus properties between Oklahoma and Texas. Wow. 40-plus properties. You have a real estate empire. Hmm. That is genius. Yeah. Genius. That's what I call one to the real. (laughs) Like, you set up an empire like that. Yeah. Where you can really just live off of that. That's uh, OPE. That's what I right. call it. Other people's uh, effort. Uh-huh. All the <laughs> OPE. Yes, that's all. That's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal, and that's gonna all. That's residual. You're gonna right. always. You're gonna always, you're gonna get, always that. get that. Right. 
even if you sold it, you still getting something. Right. So it's just genius. Yeah. And so he's now taking that that real estate empire to the next level, and now he's become an investor for right. other people, and he's doing restaurants now. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. yeah that, this, this so he's awesome. making long money. Yeah. This is money that'll be generational. Yes. He won't be one of those kids we talking about that we said in the two years after they get uh-huh. out of the NFL, they broke. He's not going to be. He's not going to be. No. <laughs> Part two. No, <laughs> he will not. So, so smart on his part. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I have to say this. Our onto the real segment has really given me like this hope. Yes. For, because there are so you many that are out is. here who are actually doing the things they need to do in order to be successful after the sport, and I love it. And that, that's why the, that's why the on to the real segment is important. Just you know, so these people can be highlighted. You know, I, you you may unless you're someone who listens to sports yeah. regularly, you'd have to dig into the. Oh yes, to, to find stories like yes. this, and so just being able to have an outlet for us to like really promote these people, yeah, and say to some of you know our young listeners who may be in high school or maybe in college right yeah. now, like yo, this is the model right here. Like, yeah, these are people who are yeah are doing it right. So you don't have to you know well not necessarily reinvent the wheel, but you ha- you have a model of what success can look like yeah. after the sport. Use your platform. Use your use use your platform Mm -hmm. and use your income Mm -hmm. for your benefit. Right. Things that increase you, not decrease you. Things that that appreciate that don't depreciate. Right. You time you drive that that two hundred fifty thousand dollar car off the lot. Yeah. It does. It doesn't hold that value anymore. Guns and butter. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Baby boy is one of my favorite movies. Oh God! <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as that car has gone off the lot, you've lost value. Right. So that's not as important. Maybe you spend fifty thousand dollars on a nice car and take right. that two hundred thousand dollars and invest yeah. it in something. And it says he was he was driving a two thousand five Chevy Trailblazer. I'm with him. Yeah. Whatever you got to do till the wheels fall off. Like, real talk. If that's where you are. Like, I know that was Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco drove some raggedy car his whole first contract. Yeah. Don't get all caught up in that. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's about. Right. I mean, I know that so many of the young athletes come from impoverished situations. And so having makes them want to be able to. Go out and throw that money at it because right. I haven't had it to do this right. and I don't understand what that, but. And I've seen these images all my life of yeah. people having these cars yeah. and, this, and, I, and. That's what success looks like right, to me. Right. But that's not success. Success right. is longevity. Yes. Success is I'm going to have it beyond. I mean, even a car you buy that's $250,000 that depreciates when you drive it off the lot is going to break down. Right. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to. Point. You know, so I, I used to uh, I used to follow, um, if any of you out there are familiar with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I used to follow mm-hmm. like some of his teachings. And I heard DJ Envy the other day from uh, The Breakfast Club mention this. 
and he, he talked about, he, he invests heavily in real estate, mm-hmm. and he had talked about, he said every time that he wants something new, like a new car or a new, you know, some big item, mm-hmm. he goes out, he invests in some real estate or mm-hmm. something. Uh, flips a house or flips something. Flips a house or something like that, and he used that money to, to get whatever he wants. That's that's smart. Like, that's the goal. Yeah. God, if you're listening. Yes, Lord. The goal is I don't ever want to have to use my credit right. to purchase the things that I, I want to be smart about it like that. Now, mind you, that hadn't been the case all along. Mm-hmm. But I get it now. Right. <laughs> Me I'm here, God. I get it. I've learned. And so literally, like, that is such a smart thing. I don't want it if I got to pay you another 10, 20% right. just to have it. Just so you can give me some money. So anyway, Bible say let me, I'm taking you out of church today. The Bible say you, you should owe no man nothing. That's but the right. Level. That's right. So that's right. Be lenders and not borrowers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Don't get me started. All right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna pay one more bill right quick. All right. You know, hopefully we haven't said nothing crazy that will snatch uh, some sponsorship. <laughs> no, nah, we, we shouldn't have. Okay. <laughs> But we'll be back in a second. All right, so we're back. The okay. Feel good final thought. Yeah. This was a this was a late entry. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had to switch it up real quick. Oh yeah. Um, in the spirit of this being Women's History Women's Month. Women's History Month. Yes. We decided to go with a young lady who made history. Who made history, Miss Tony Harris. My gosh, my gosh. And t- tell us a little bit about Miss Tony Harris. Oh, so this young lady from Detroit. Here we go mm-hmm. again. <laughs> from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> she um played football. Yes. Like with the with the boys, played uh-huh. football. Um she talked about how when she first went out for the football team, how none of them were like really feeling her being out there and they weren't very nice to her and yeah. they, you know, I think they essentially tried to bully her out of deciding to play football. Yeah. But her love of it, I think since she was five, yeah. she's like, I play football, I love football. Right. Um, has been, um, so her love has been so strong that she just said, I don't care what they feel. I don't care how they feel about me. I'm going right. to play. And yeah. so, and, and there have been other females who have played football, but they've played specialty positions, like, right. kicker, like kicker or punter or yeah. th- this chick is a safety. Yes. Okay. Y'all heard that right. A safety. Okay. So she on the field, banging heads. Uh I mean, literally, before we came on, we watched watched some footage of her. Girlfriend is for real. Yeah, I I wasn't entirely sold at first. I was like, okay, now we... We about to do this story, really. uh Like, yeah. What's she looking like? Yeah. And the plays that I saw, she was... Came downhill. She was making tackles. She was. They don't get around. past her. Let's just yeah. let's let's say that she fast. She gets to. She got a nose for the ball. She gets to the. She gets there quickly too. Yeah. She knows the right path to take. Right. Like she does not. She does not play. And when she get to you, yeah. Ooh wee. Yeah. You gonna feel her. <laughs> I said I was impressed because she. You never yeah. see her miss a tackle. Right. I I was definitely impressed. With that yeah. Saw. Yeah. You know, it it kind of made me think of a story. Uh, well, yeah, story of when I was in high school, 
Uh, shout out to the young lady. I can't remember her last name, but I know her first name was Ares. Yeah, you and told us about yeah, her. Yeah, Ares uh, came out for the football team, and she loved football. She would mm-hmm. talk about football all the time. Um, she and I weren't like super friendly or close or anything like that, but I would like listen to mm-hmm. her. And she would talk about football. She would know what she was talking about. So when she said she was going to come out for the team, I was a bit worried about her, but you know, I was like, I want to see this. Yeah, you know. Uh, our coach didn't. He didn't coddle her. That's he you can't. You can't. And, and I get it. He That's not fair. Have, he That's right. But some of my teammates were a bit relentless. Of course. You know, they didn't take it. I. I it's just kind. Of, it's kind of a catch twenty two, because like she's coming out here to play football and she. You has need to, to be like everybody else. else, right? But we don't gotta fly at her. Uh, at a hundred percent, you know. Yeah, you do. If you would do it to the to another guy, you do. Yeah, yeah she wanted. She, she, she wanted. wanted it, you know. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, she she didn't stick with it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I, I believe, Tony did. Yeah, because she 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 got a scholarship. Scholarship. And uh, currently, she's at East Los Angeles, yeah. East Los Angeles uh, College. Yes. Playing. But she got scholarship offers. Right. After playing safety for this college. Right. To other four year schools. Yes. That wanted her to come play safety for them. So I imagine we talk about some some bigger names some schools. Schools, yeah. Um, so yeah, Tony doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, Miss Antoinette Harris. Yes. And she Tony. said you know her her, her goal, right? Was oh the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, go girl. Yeah, push it. Let's push go. It. You know I'm, I got you. Let's I, do this. I, I just wanna see it. Like, I, I yes, it, absolutely. Know. I don't want it to be given to her just because no. she's a woman. No, I want her to be able to earn it. Yeah, but I, I want to see that. I want to see it happen. So, Antoinette Harris, if you can hear this right now, I'm probably gonna tag you on Instagram post and if you can respond. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, we can get you on here to to actually talk about your experience. Yeah, amazing. But shout out to you. Yes, you know, keep doing your thing. Yes. Well, this has been another episode of. To the All right, people. We made it to the end. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. We will holler at you guys next week. All right. Peace. See ya.